Welcome to 48 Shades of Football. Uh, my name's Paul. I'm here again with Mark. Good evening, Paul. And we're here to wrap up what's been going on in the world of K-League for the past week. Yep. And talk, get... talk a bit about what's going to happen next week. Yep, I guess for the, there's only one week left of the K-League one. Uh, how are you feeling? This uh, time, maybe two years ago, uh, or no, this time last year, we had a podcast about Dan Harris mimicking that I was biting my fingernails in the last game of the season. Are you biting your own fingernails right now? Because it's the last week of the K-League 1 and so we're still... Well... What can we say? Uh, precariously perched? Sitting pretty. Sitting pretty? Okay, I guess we'll get there. Two teams below them. I don't think there's anything to worry about, to be honest. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure you don't. I'm sure you don't. Um, so, I guess, yeah, I guess on this week's podcast we'll all talk about K-League 1, give a review and a preview... I guess we'll look at the FA Cup. I guess you're hosting today, are you? No, but you didn't give the agenda, so I'm I'm taking over. <laughs> What's next? Um, there was obviously the first round of the K2 um, playoffs. Oh, there was, Wednesday yes. Wednesday night, including a rather nasty injury for one player. And a rather nasty penalty for someone else. Um, obviously, as you said, last round of K1 this weekend. FA Cup final starts next week. Uh, and Chumwook have officially appointed their new manager, which is causing some consternation uh, around the subset of K-League fans that are English uh, and some admiration from those who are Korean, Okay, which I guess shows a, a different level of uh, knowledge about the global game. Okay, and also Chumwook have another announcement uh, concerning their veteran striker Lee Dong-guk. Okay. Which we'll get to at the same time, probably. And their mercenary striker Adriano. Possibly, there's rumours swirling around. Indeed, well, I think I don't know if there's rumours swirling around or Adriano continually posting uh, on Instagram that he's leaving, right? <laughs> and I'm not sure. I, th- I think he's the one creating those rumours, yeah. Yep. So where do we want to start? With the intro, I guess. What was it? It was Jason Moraz. Yep. And obviously, uh, I'm never going to give you up. I'm never going to leave you. I'm never going to let you down. It sounds a little bit like Rick Astley, perhaps, and right? Rick Rowling, <laughs> So basically, the, yes, obviously, as you said, John Book have appointed their, their new manager. He is Jose Moraes, which is close enough to Jason Moraes, to be perfectly honest, especially when you put it into Hangul. Yeah. It'll probably look the exact same. What's um, his pedigree? Why don't you tell me what his pedigree is? His pedigree in, is... In 20 seconds, because we don't have much time today. In 20 seconds, he knows Jose Mourinho. Okay. He's been with 20 clubs since 1997. Three clubs, including John Book, in 2018. That is epic. Let's just, just say that one more time. Three clubs in 2018. Wow. So he was hired to keep Barnsley up in the championship. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. I think. Okay, yeah. So, so he went to Kaparti uh, Lviv in Ukraine. Okay. Uh, no idea how they were doing, but he's left them to come to John Book. Okay. Um, what's quite interesting is that apparently the John Book chairman has at his unveiling his introduction 
uh, whatever, has said that uh, he brings with him a wealth of experience after winning the European Championship, which should, uh, which should uh, inspire and motivate the players. Um, I don't think he won the European Championship, but anyway. Um, Do you think he had a, a letter of recommendation from Jose? Um, maybe, maybe Jose is coming with him after he kicked up and down that, that blue box of Lucasero, whatever it was, right? When his own team scored a goal, yeah? Uh, I mean, Jose looks like he wants out, uh, I guess, Korea is a place he's never been. Um, got to be said, uninspiring. Um, not, I mean, got to give the guy a chance. Obviously, Lviv, 10th in the Ukrainian league out of 12. Uh, won four, drawn four, lost eight this season. Okay, so he's coming here with a. I'm not quite sure he's a proven failure, but they say he, he's not a proven uh, uh, success. Uh, I'm sure we'd all be happy if that was Chumbuk's record after 16 games next year. Um, yes, some would be happier than others, I guess, right? Although I'm sure two of those wins would be against Seoul. <laughs> probably, yeah, probably. Um, if so, we're in the league, yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll have none of that kind of talk. I mean, I think... I don't know, I mean... You've got to give the guy a chance. It is K-League after all. Uh, but I do think that he's been... I think he's been hired... To be fair... On his name. Um, Matt Binns did say... They brought up a point that we've said all along. Uh, that w- We've been saying that anyone could win the K-League with the squad that Chumbuk has because they've spent so much money uh, than everyone else. And I guess that point is going to be tested. It will indeed. Uh, that's the thing. I mean, basically... Everyone says that the only reason John Book have won the title is because of money. Nothing at all to do with Che Kang He's tactical acumen. I guess we'll find out if he has any when he goes to China. Uh, but you've got to admit, this guy coming in is not exactly the inspiring name that you would really want for, you know, ex, you know, Asian Champions League champions, you know, K League two in a row champions. You're really expecting a bigger name than Jose Moraes, to be honest. I mean. Almost every single person that they were linked with, you had to Wikipedia them to see who they were. Uh, I mean, I wasn't expecting Arsene Wenger or anything, although a lot of people are wearing his jackets, but I wasn't expecting him to come over, but I definitely thought a bigger name. Maybe the ex-Japanese manager, maybe the guy from Persepolis, maybe even the ex-Australian manager, uh, Angie Petrescu, whatever his name is. Angie Angie Posteglu. I mean, I, I, I would even have said Kevin Muscat, uh, from the from the A League would have been a bigger name. Tony to Adams, Tony Adams, Saul Campbell, back in management. Uh, all of those I, names. I don't think he's back in management. I think he's got his first managerial job. No, it's just Saul Campbell's second. What was his first then? He joined some team like five years ago as player manager and lasted a week and then left. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's his first actual job, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I mean, end of the day, we'll see what happens. But definitely, uh, given the fact that. <sighs> Sue One Blue Wings also brought in a guy whose name I had to Wikipedia to, to find out if he actually even played football. Um, I think shows that the K League maybe doesn't have the stature of its close neighbours. Oh, not not maybe, obviously doesn't. Also, uh, announcing announcement this week is that David Vila is coming from New York to join one of the Japanese the J One teams. Um, so we're going to have a. Basically, like Honda, no, Honda's in Australia, right? So we're going to have basically uh, like Vila, Torres, Iniesta. I'm not saying I want the K League to be a, a, a graveyard for retiring players, but you could be one of those names, right? Yeah. 
<coughs> one of them would bring something to the league other than the biggest name in the last 10 years has been Park Chu Young coming back. Speaking of which... Just before, I want to ask you one more question before you try and seek into something else. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, Chumbuk won the league this year by 20-odd points. Yep. Will they win the league next year? Of course. Because Trey Gangy's going to come back in the summer and rescue them. No, I think they'll win the league because they just, quite simply, have the better squad. Uh, I wouldn't get into that when we talk about so in shot. But I think a lot will depend on whether or not the, the Super Okay, if the Super Blue Wings guy can, can get these guys playing and can get some out of this team, then they, no, no, they, they, they have the second best squad. I think in the league, yeah. Blue Wings have the second best squad. In terms of on, on paper, I'm talking about, yeah? yeah. John Bugard head and shows above anyone else on paper. Um, regardless of where Adriano goes, they're still far better than any other team on paper. So, if you're asking me, will John Book win the league next year? The answer is yes. Unless Songnam stop them. Do you think John Book would win the league if you and I went in as joint managers? Probably. I'm going to say probably. I've got a pretty decent career in football manager. Okay. So, um, should we have should we have applied then? You mean to say we, we didn't? I thought you were doing it. I thought you were doing it. That's why we never got it, right? That's why we never even got an interview. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, football experts out there who think they could do a better job, right? But I guess that's for another time. Okay. Moving on to the K League One. K League One. Round 37. Yep. Six ties. How many games did you go to? Uh, <laughs> just the one. Just oh, the just one. the one. I did. Just one more than me. I watched, one more than me. I went to one and fell asleep watching the second. Um, so, okay. so where do you want to start? Let's start the one I went to. Yeah. Uh, Seoul versus Incheon. The I I can never pronounce this properly. The Gyeongin Derby. Gyeongin. Gyeongin Derby. Um, First time you've seen Seoul since Che came back. Uh, yes, it is indeed. Yes, uh, only second time I've seen Seoul this season, and both games were against Incheon. One each draw and a one 0 defeat. Uh, what did you think? Of which one? The one each draw, the one 0 defeat. The one 0 defeat. Uh, pff, right. So, so that means you've seen Seoul when Huang was still manager. Yeah, yeah. So you missed the whole Il Young phase. Oh no, no, no. The one each Incheon game was Il Young. Yeah, it was okay. Il Young. I, I didn't. I haven't watched him with Huang this year at all. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest. I haven't actually seen much of Seoul at all. Uh, my focus has been on obviously my, my winner of the week K2. is Mark <laughs> <laughs> fantastic um, that, that's why it's better unscripted um, so basically uh, yeah I mean where do you want me to start okay let's that, start with the fact that uh, let me answer your question as to why I think John Book will win the league because so are horrendously poor so are shockingly poor is what I want to say if you look at, even just look at the subs, let's just look at the subs, right? So Enchan started with, without Kubi, uh, yeah. Aguilera and Magoza, right? Yeah. They brought on Magoza and Kubi on. They brought on Magoza at the same, roughly the same time, so brought on Evandro, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is the sole bench. Like the sole bench and the sole first team is so poor compared to what it was just two years ago. Um, I feel like I've brought my girlfriend along to introduce you and you, you're telling me she's a monta. Okay, um, I don't know why, but okay. Uh, so that's what I would say. I, I don't. Th- I think. I think there's far. There's a huge gap to bridge for Che next year, regardless of where so finished, Right? Is, I think is it an Adriano size gap. Yeah, probably, probably, and I think that might be the, his first port of call. Right? Will be to bring Adriano back. That's almost certainly going to happen. I think. And or certainly going to be be and discussed. A whole bunch of money at Jonathan. Yeah. Um, 
So I thought Silver poor, but they did look better going forward under Che than they ever did under Huang. Um, but another failure to score. Another failure to score, but which has dropped them in. That's the the biggest thing that's put Seoul in a whole bunch of. Um, uh, do do at the moment is the fact they've not scored enough goals this year. Yeah, only forty. Uh, forty goals in thirty seven games. Yeah, um, I think looking at it, uh, just taking a, I mean, I'll be brief on it. Uh, Inshawn took the lead after ten minutes, seven minutes, eight uh, minutes. Eight minutes. Like uh, corner came in, headed out. So defense stood still. Inshawn attack didn't. Guy passed it into the back of the net. Um, shocking, shocking defending by so. Uh, so then did throw everything at them it was a brilliant game to, to be honest it was like 90 minutes of relentless attacking um, second half started obviously it was 1-0 at half time second half started uh, so looked like it was only a matter of time until they scored and then Anderson changed it all by bringing on Kobe and Magosa and I just changed the face of the game so ran out of ideas pretty quickly and Inshawn had they been more clinical up front made the more of the correct choices would have won the game by two or three to be honest by the end uh, one thing I do want to comment on just really quickly that's one of the most one-sided refereeing displays I have ever seen in my life not and this, I'm a Celtic this, fan not this again I'm a Celtic fan it was terrible to in, the in point in favour of Inchon right? in favour of Seoul no 100% I watched was, this on my phone I didn't see anything like it that was, it, was one of the, it was one of the worst and to be perfectly honest I discussed this with other football fans outside the stadium and inside the stadium yep. and everyone regardless of the team that they support was in agreement it was terrible even even my niece at one point screamed uh, you cheating I can't finish the sentence uh, how did your niece find the match will she be going back she went with me that's how she found it will she be going back uh, yes she might be coming on Saturday to Inchon as I will be going to Inchon on Saturday uh, she only has a few months left so she leaves in, in February so she won't be here she's for the next one season. and done yeah one and done so she she, she, she loved it the atmosphere in Inchon End was fantastic to be honest she was hugely hungover it was me my niece and my wife she didn't get beaten up uh, no the Inchon fans were pretty pleasant for a change uh, and how did the Seoul fans take the loss there was some booze and most of them had left by the time no, they all stayed. The eight thousand of them uh, stayed until uh, maybe nine thousand. Stayed until full time, and then by the time that we were leaving, there was no soul fans left. So they left pretty sharpish. Hence the photograph from Inchon Luke saying we own Seoul, which was just Inchon fans left in the stadium and no soul fans, which was kind of bad. I wasn't there at that point. Should be said, Inchon Su was there at half time, taking selfies. Uh, That's all I want to say about each one too, nothing else to add about that man. Just talking about uh, Seoul fans while we're on it, a little bit of sad news this week. The original, you know, the guy with the megaphone? Yeah. The guy that started, well, the original call leader for Seoul, uh, he died on Sunday of a heart attack at the young age of, I think he's a year or two younger than me. I was going to say, how how, how old could he have been? He was born in 77. Okay. We're at that age now where people around us are starting to drop like flies. So. Jesus, Paul. This movie, they get, you want anyone to keep listening to the podcast? <laughs> now, next week, we will bring you the obituary first. Oh, that's a shame. Yep. Okay. Indeed. However much people detest soul, I'm sure nobody wants to. Of course not. Definitely not. Definitely not. Eh. So, that, that result... Uh, 
did leave so on Saturday night in a hugely precarious position. No, not Saturday night, sorry. At, what, 4pm on Saturday, right? But then, and I want to talk about this really, really quickly because you asked me about Songnam's relegation season, right? Uh, and I think that's the biggest difference between Seoul and Songnam is that other teams are going to keep Seoul up. When Songnam were, were, were in the bottom six and ended up relegated, we were losing and drawing and everyone else around us was, was winning. But Seoul don't have that situation. As Jonam officially got relegated. Won't be missed, I wouldn't imagine, by too many people. I'll be missed by one person. The guy that owns them. Uh, and um, Sangju lost in front of 290 fans to Gangwon, right? Yeah. So that Sangju loss keeps Seoul... Uh, in I would still say pole position they only need to get a draw down in Sangju at the weekend and they will retain their K-League 1 status uh, but which you must be happy about because getting a win down there was nigh on impossible right in Sangju yeah well you haven't won much really in the last like 15 games right one one win in one in fifteen. Four, one in fourteen. One in fourteen. I think Sangju three wins in nineteen. If you take Seoul out to nineteen games, it's something like four wins in nineteen. Yeah. So that was a game where you were not wanting to go down and have to win, right? But now a draw is something that you would imagine is definitely possible. Possible. Um, yeah. Both teams tied on forty points. So if Sangju do win that, that's uh, not forty points, forty goals. Yeah. So if Sangju do win that, they'll go above Seoul. Yep, even though the same points, so right? So Seoul could have actually done with losing sort of 3-2 to Incheon rather than 1-0. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, had Sanju won or even got a point, it'd have been a... Well, not a point, but had Sanju won, it would have been a, a totally different situation. But I think so... I mean, I know ex-podcast host Stevie said that, you know, heads should roll at Seoul for, some, for, for the fact that they're getting into the final game. Still, you know... Well, heads have rolled. Still with a chance of getting the it in the The chairman stood down. Um, a couple of months ago uh, of course it was too late to really do anything by then because don't the you think further heads should roll right now I mean like who I don't know what, what, what would you do today that would change things for tomorrow I think they wait yeah. and, wait and see what happens and then have a, a full post-mortem and clear out the dead wood and I do I do still think I, I don't I think the playoffs will be signed you I, I don't see so losing to Sangju you don't think there's a twist in the tail where Sangju win but Incheon lose so they go in, they drop into the playoffs no I think Incheon will horse John Am Incheon have got the bit between their teeth they look like a team flying despite where they are I do not imagine Incheon are going to lose to John Am at the weekend and, and this is one of the things I said like just before the playoff round started is that all the teams there have got experience of this situation where Seoul don't Team Seoul don't yeah I mean, that was our problem as well. That you know, Incheon, uh, around you know, I mean, Incheon, the other teams around us. Well, okay, Pohang didn't have experience, but Pohang just scraped through in the last day, right? Um, uh, in the other game, Tegu, sorry, no, um, yeah, Tegu did beat Chonnam two one. Two one. Chonnam surrendered at home meekly to get relegated. Yeah. They did put up a bit of a fight when they changed manager, but it's all gone wrong in the last couple of weeks, right? Yeah. Well, they lost to Seoul, and I think that was the. I think the last. Hurrah, their, their, their last attack or chance was if they could get anything at, at Sangam and they obviously lost that game 3-2. and, that, and four, four losses on the bounce. Yeah. I mean, 
I was joking with him when I said no one's going to miss him. I mean, obviously, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a disaster for the local economy, the local area and whatever. So obviously, you know, like those John Imagimas with the yellow hats are going to miss him. Um, but I think if you're going to relegate two teams, my own preferences would be John Am and Sangju, to be perfectly honest, right? Places that are difficult to get to. Yeah. Um, so obviously, that then brings us on to who, if it's... Whoever it is, it's, we all know it could still be Sangju uh, in Sean or so in the playoffs. Who will they play? Uh, won't be Kwangju. Won't be Kwangju, who lost unmeekly, if, the, if that's the opposite of meekly, to Dejon uh, midweek. They lost 1 0 uh, to a Chitu goal. Yep. Um, but they dominated that game for pretty much most of it. I watched parts of it. So they lost one of they lost a player quite early on, right? First five minutes, yeah. He, he leapt up, um, and sort of cannoned off someone's back, and then dropped headfirst onto the pitch. Got a fractured neck apparently, but the uh, reaction of all the players and ref showed you how serious it was because they all sort of ran yeah, up his yeah. head, um, massaging his heart and shaking his legs, and, and then the ambulance came on and got him, right? Yeah. But he's uh, conscious and yeah, he, he was transferred to. Guangzhou, right? He was he was immediately taken straight into Guangzhou once he was okay. Um, so yeah, um, so they lost. Uh, they were they looked for for me the better team, but then again, you know, you have that home advantage thing, rule and everything else. Um, obviously, uh, that wasn't the only talking point. wasn't just them losing or the injury, but obviously the penalty that happened in the last five minutes or so. So basically, the. Uh, Guangzhou keeper had the ball as he was as he was running out. The Dejon player, the Dejon attacker, was slowly standing in front of him, so he pushed him, kind of punched him, slapped him in the chest. The guy grabbed his face and fell down, as per every footballer in the world who copies Neymar. Uh, rolled around to the floor a little bit, went to VAR. VAR took ages. The guy came back, the referee came back, sorry, and gave a yellow card to the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this on TV, Paul, right? But the goalkeeper thanked him and made a kind of like, phew, yes, brilliant, kind of thank you very much gesture towards the referee, who then turned and pointed at the penalty spot. <laughs> to which the goalkeeper lost it again. Um, there was then a the whole fracas between the Guangzhou bench uh, and the uh, referee, the assistant referee, and everyone was getting involved. End of the story, the penalty stood. Uh, Dejon player stepped up and the keeper saved it um, in my eyes a justifiable deserved penalty save justice done yes I think it was an outrageous penalty I think what the Dejon assistant coach seemed to be saying is like the keeper had the ball in his hand so how can it be a foul um, I mean there is that whole idea of like the ball being in play and if the ball's in play anything's a foul and so therefore it's a penalty uh, you don't want to send a guy off so you give a yellow card and a penalty but I feel given a penalty for that is just ridiculous. I mean, but you know, you give a penalty for a goal scoring opportunity or something, right? You can't score a goal with the ball in the keeper's hands. Doggo. Yeah, plus the guy was obstructing them, right? Okay. Okay, anyway, so that means Dejon are through. They'll play Pusan in Pusan at the Godok, I guess, uh, this weekend. And who's going to win that? Pusan. Okay. I would be stunned if Dejon won that. Dejon looked poor. Uh, Huang Bom is slightly injured uh, he may or may not recover in time for Saturday I guess he'll be assessed today I guess uh, but I would be stunned if Dejon beat Poussin 
So I reckon it'll be a put. My money is on a Pusan Sangju playoff, a repeat of last year. Okay. If that is the case, it should just be given to Pusan. Okay. They should be awarded two, three, no victories for the army cheating last year. Okay. Right there, you go. <laughs> That's my opinion on it all. You know what happened last well, year. I'm not even going to enter it again. Well, we'll talk about that if it happens. Okay. Uh, just coming back to K1. Obviously, there are three matches in the top, all pretty meaningless. Yep. Just to go through the results, um, Ulsan lost 1-0 to Cheju. Kyungnam beat Suwon 2-1 with a, another last-minute goal against Suwon. Uh, and Kohang Chonbuk finished one all. All that means that Kyungnam are f- uh, guaranteed to finish second. Yep. Ulsan guaranteed to finish third. Um, and Cheju guaranteed to finish outside the top four, which means whatever happens in the FA Cup, they are not going to be in the ACL next year okay Gyeongnam finishing second means that they will be in group E uh, of the ACL draw I believe which puts them up against the Malaysian champions Johor okay so you're going to have two teams making their first ever uh, appearance in the ACL group stages uh, you can keep updated on the groups as they as they are as they evolve uh, on our blog there's a ACL group stage post that you can have a look at on 48sharesblog.com and um, so coming back to Suwon he's not really worked his magic touch has he nope one draw and four losses in the in the post splits stage we called it we, we called coming back it was crazy why bring the guy back and put you ah <laughs> not going to go down that road again it's like a 40 minute podcast again crazy decision bring him back crazy decision for him coming back and gotta say to quote my 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 mother, God rest her, hell slap it, edit them. Okay. I never really knew what that meant. You wanted to talk about something to do with Lee Dong-guk? Yep, Lee Dong-guk has signed a one-year extension. Everyone thought he was leaving. He is not. He will be playing in the K-League until he is 40. Uh, I just want to mention that because obviously this year, Dehan equaled his ACL goal-scoring record. Suwon Blue Wings are not obviously going to be in the ACL no matter what happens in the FA Cup as well. So that means that Idonguk has one more year to beat Dehan to go back as the top goal scorer in the ACL. Unless Idong, unless Dehan transfers to Osan to to or or Gyeongnam or Jongbuk. <laughs> Something tells me he will not transfer to Jongbuk. Daegu. He could move to Daegu. He could do. Idonguk, uh, thirteen goals in thirty-four appearances. This thirty-four appearances this season worth another year. Yeah, a lot of them are penalties, though. Well, plus all the penalties he presumably earned. <laughs> so <laughs> Tripping over his Zimmer Mr. Tumbles. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he, he deserves another year contract. Uh, I don't think he's at the top of his game, obviously, but I think uh, if Marius can use him as intelligently as Che Kang he has done over the last couple of years, then yeah, it's a deserved one-year contract. Okay. Uh, you mentioned the FA Cup just now. The yep. first leg of the finals coming up mid- midweek this yep. week. Wednesday. Yeah. Um, will you be going? Uh, no. If it had been last week, I might have went, but unfortunately it's this week, and so I'm busy. Okay. Uh, expectations? Ulsan uh, at home to Tegu. I think Ulsan will win the first leg, and I think they'll win it on away goals. Away goals? Uh, no, I think they'll win the first leg, uh, and they'll draw the second leg. Okay. So I'm going to, my, my, my money's going to be on them winning. Maybe 1-0 or 2-1, I think. I think they'll win the first leg. 
Uh, and just before we wrap up, we're getting into award season now. Had the AFC Regional Awards a couple of days ago. Yeah. K-League Awards next Monday. Yep. Uh, any comments, expectations? Yeah, AFC Awards, for, for the first time in four years, the Korea did not win a single award. Um, last year... But the, uh, these are the awards where you have to actually go there in, in person to... No, you don't have, for the International Mail Award, you don't need to be there in person. Okay. You can be awarded... I was going to say posthumously, but that's not right, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so last year, uh, Son Young min won the International Mail Award. Mm. So it's the award for an, an Asian player playing overseas, basically, yeah? Uh, this year it was given to the Japanese guy who plays for Eintracht Frankfurt. Yeah. Quite why, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I think Son's had a stellar season at Spurs, captained Korea to the Asian Games, gold medal, uh, scored against Germany in the World Cup. Can't imagine what more regardless of my personal feelings and opinion of him can't imagine what more Son could have done to have earned the International Mail Award to be perfectly honest the only player who won a K-League player who was nominated was the young guy from Suwon Bloomings uh, he was up for International uh, no no he was up for uh, Male Youth Award Youth John John said uh, John um John Sidgen, yeah. Uh, he was up for that award. He, he didn't get it. I don't know who actually did win it. In the end. Oh, yeah, in the end, it was won by a Saudi Arabian guy who also won the MVP award at the Under-19s Asian Championship. Okay. Uh, uh, other awards, interesting award to note, was that the winner of the Developing Country Award was North Korea. Okay. I just find that quite interesting. Uh, and, yeah, a few other awards that... I'm not, I don't really want to call I don't know the rest of them but I mean just a, a, first time in four years that no Korean has won an award uh, first time in four years that only one K-League player has been nominated um, I don't know if that says more I mean I think it's a bit weird with the fact that two Korean teams played in the, in the latter stages of the of the ACL right um, but anyway uh, is what it is K-League K-League awards on Monday yep uh, just one question I can't make it this year because I have to work I have a meeting yeah. so unfortunately uh, I won't make it uh, I've got a representative going who will keep us updated. Um, shall I give him the, the, the Twitter account so he can live tweet? Yes, please. And um, who's going to win manager of the year? They're going to give it to Che. It who's should go to Gangnam. It should go to the Gangnam manager. Without a shadow of a doubt, it should be the Gangnam manager. Although I would personally give it to Saw for giving me so much fun. <laughs> that should be entertainment. <laughs> that should be the entertainment award, right? <laughs> entertainment manager of the year. The manager of entertainment. Uh, got to be the Gangnam manager. They'll give it to Che because he's leaving, but it's got to be the Gangnam manager. Okay. Come on, seriously, no one expected them to finish in the top six, never mind second, right? Nobody expects them to finish in the top, tw- uh, top 11. Yeah. <laughs> MVP? Of the season. Yeah. Um, Markang. Okay, yeah. Markau. Markau. Uh, there's Mar- also. Markang, whatever he's calling There's Korean. also another award ceremony coming up later on in the year. We'll keep you posted on that as the 48ers will be, will be announced uh, later on in the year. Plus, they're going to cr- crown a, a winner of the Prediction League. Uh, yes, indeed. One, one round left. One round left. It's tight at the top between someone called Dago Ao and uh, Modern Soul. That guy knows his stuff. Well, we won't go into how many points he has. Uh, And uh, the ACL spot is still up for grabs. There's a guy called Caleb of Faith. Don't know who he is either. Uh, He's he's sitting in third. And then we have uh, Reverend, the Reverend in fourth. 
and James Head dropped in fifth. So all we're going to say is like two members of 48 Shades Football Podcast are going to be in the top four, at least, of their own prediction league. <laughs> what does that say? Does that say we know what, what we're talking about or does that say that we rigged it? Eh, who knows? The prize is, of course, a, ca- a crate of beer. Uh, if it's won by the guy called Dago L, it'll be a crate of something like Asahi. Cast Light. Cast Light. If it's won by Modern Soul, it'll be a crate of that 901 German stuff that they sell in Cormart and 81. Uh, yeah, I assume we've lost out on our, bo- on our Hangy Joe boots. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming so, yeah. So, speaking of that, anything outro? We want to go with something to do with these boots were made for talking? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? Okay. Oh. Uh, I want to say that... Um, we just go with the Lion King theme tune for Eton Gook. We have another... We, we, we made fun of him last week, so we're going we to... We can't end it with Don Gook again. Okay. The thing for me this week is that Seoul are giving... They will pay for your bus and match ticket to go to Sangju if you're keen. Okay. So something to do with free. Free, okay. Uh, or how about something to do with the th- on the buses? On the buses. Sounds good to me. Okay, okay, take it away.